Hey, I'm Alex Segura, author of Poe Dameron Free Fall, and you are listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast and the 2021 Utini Awards. Let me take your ticket, and if you'll find your seat, we'll begin the award presentation with your hosts, Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and the always dapper Wes Jenkins. Oh, it is a very special night, my friends. And what's a special night without a special introduction? Hello, and bright suns one and all. Welcome to the 2021 Utinis. I'm Matt Davenport from the Cantina of Comics, wishing you all bright suns. And we want to congratulate all those who are nominated for the various categories for the 2021 Utinis. Thank you, Matt! I'm live here at the 2021 Utini Awards! Presented by the Living Force, the Utini Network podcast. We made it, everyone. It is our second annual Utini celebrating the best Star Wars books and comics that came out this past year. We are here. We are just to the nines. We got a lot of folks in the chat. And I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson. Joining me tonight to celebrate and give out some fantastic awards is the full complement of characters starting by the inspiration for Scrooge McDuck himself, Dr. Corey Helton! Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to this prestigious Utini event. You know, it's not every day that you get to dress up and pretend like you're wearing pants on the internet, but that is today. (laughs) Twice (laughs) and once a year we'll do it. You're dedicated to that way. I am wearing pants and I regret it. Who's wearing pants? Is it Dr. Charles Hankel? Hey, yeah, I was wearing scrub pants about, I don't know, 15 minutes ago. Um, but I, I was trying to be extra fancy tonight, not just in how I was dressed, but I got a fancy drink tonight, right? I spent all day making spherical ice, and as soon as I poured the liquid in on the ice, it cracked in half. And <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling with it. It's a classic, true Death Star. Classic. Yes. Yeah, it just cracked. I love it. Well... The only thing I love more than Charles' spherical glass, love more than Corey not wearing pants, is everything that makes up the man, the myth, the wearing a tie, Wes Jenkins! Welcome to the Utinis, my friend. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. Um, this is Texas's finest box wine, if anybody was wondering. Ooh. So it's a celebration, everybody. A very celebration <laughs> of books from the past year, and my God, there were a lot of them. There certainly were. We had one of the best years we've ever seen in Star Wars publishing. And tonight, we are going to give out the awards voted on by staff, patrons, and community. But before we get into that, guys, let's just do a real quick chat about the year. 2020, uh, for a lot of reasons, sucked, but had good books. 2021 (laughs) sucked differently, but I think also had some pretty good books. (laughs) How was Star Wars literature in 2021? Man. We say literally every episode, I feel like, that it is like the best time ever to be a Star Wars fan. And this year certainly did not disappoint. And I cannot believe that we kicked off the High Republic this year. Like, Mm -mm. it does not – it feels like it's like five years ago, like for real. But we got so many books in the High Republic this year. That has been super rad. It definitely feels longer than a year, right? I mean, it feels like the High Republic came out in in the beginning of 2020, and there were – I don't know, seven or eight books that had already like hit us where Charles had to stay up 
night and day doing all of these, <laughs> doing all of the, the questions and the plot synopsis. And thank you to everyone for, for coming and, and actually enjoying this celebration of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. We joke a lot, right? About, or I joke a lot, at least about the round tables and how hard it is to read all these books. I, everyone was talking about supply chains this year, right? And uh, I don't know. I still ended up with like 20 new books on the shelf. So things, <laughs> things went okay, I guess. Absolutely. The amount of Star Wars books and comics just by volume. We haven't done the math, but maybe the most dense year we've had in Star Wars publishing. Because, again, this High Republic was supposed to start in August or September 2020. And it got delayed to January, so they fit everything in. And if you want to know just how long this year was, remember that meme with Bernie Sanders on the chair with his arms crossed? That was this year. So uh, it's been a while, my friends. <laughs> but I'm so excited to uh, hand out the awards for what was best about it. And we want to say thank you to our incredible Utini community because we did, as I said, have a vote of staff, patrons, and community for our winners tonight. And our voting was up by over 200% from last year's Utinius, which is just incredible. The response was amazing. You all made your voices heard. You said exactly what you wanted, what you, wanted, what you loved. Uh, I have our four best book winners, or nominees rather, next to me here with Light of the Jedi, Rising Storm, Victory's Price, and Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil. But like any good award show, that's going to be our last award of the night, so you got to wait. But I do also have a preview of 2022 on the show. I did get my copy of Fallen Star. That comes out next week because 2022, my friends, is next week. So make sure you're reading that next week. But for right now, before we get into our awards, last thing we want to say is a huge thank you to some very, very special Utini crew members. Andrew Bell, Matt Davenport, Jose Jimenez, and Ryan Holland. Just, we, they couldn't do this without you. From graphics to surveys, to videos, to artwork. Everything you're going to see tonight is the product of our entire team, but especially these four people. So, my dudes, thank you so much for your help. And one last plug. I saw it in the chat earlier. If you want to get your hands on that Star Wars sign that's right behind Corey's head tonight on the chat, go to utini.gifts because that's still live, and it is right there, and that's what it looks like. All right, fellas, <laughs> without any more ado, should we give out some awards? Let's I think we should. give away some awards. All right. <laughs> Here we go. The 2021 Utinis start now with our first category. Let's see it. Let's begin with the category Best Cover Art. And the nominees are Victory's Price, Star Wars Visions Ronin, Light of the Jedi, and The Rising Storm, the Outer Print Variant. Four beautiful, completely different covers. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I yeah. think it's a kind of unfair to use the out of print variant. I paid for it, Wes, so I think it's totally fair. <laughs> I think it's totally fair, too. I mean, because we have so many folks in the community now that are collecting these special edition books and we're getting so many of them. It's kind of crazy. Like, and I don't know, these these special covers, like they just keep pushing the bar. And I do have to say it is a little challenging when they do release a special edition cover for Target, Walmart, Barnes and Noble. Noble, books a million. Oh yeah, I have five copies of the same book, and they all have different covers. That is something to behold. It is, but out of print definitely is up there. Uh, also, in the chat tonight, I think it'll be fun as we announce the nominees. Put your guesses uh, in the chat and see if you're right before we announce the winner. This was especially fun this category because we're always told you can't judge a book by its cover. I, however, find that to be incorrect. 
because all four <laughs> of these books had great covers and got really great reviews by us. We had great roundtables on all four of them. You get your more literal covers as far as you know, Light of the Jedi is just the characters. You got Ronin with the more artistic view of it. Rising Storm out of print is more painted. And then Victory's Price mm-hmm. has the kind of geometric thing to kind of round out the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Fellas, what if we just go through... Do we want to say what we what we like the best? Or do we just want to announce the winner first? What I think do we, we should talk a little about some of the covers that really stood out to us. And, you know, I don't want to play favorites in this, this uh, Utini Awards yeah. show. Um, Voting's I know, I over. Should, I, cer- I certainly <laughs> do have my favorite, and uh, I do hope it wins. But, you know, you know, we got to keep the keep the field fair. We totally do. So I'll say I think they're all great. Some honorable ones. I think The Light of the Jedi uh, out of print cover was another one of my favorites. This year, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other ones you guys like that didn't quite make the cut? Oh, I was man. a big fan of the Rising Storm Target Edition. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, uh, great choice. Yeah, that was. A, I have that one as the top High Republic book in my left quadrant of my bookshelf. So that is that is yes, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's I something to be said for the simplistic design of the Thrawn trilogy books that we got. Um, you know, yep. I, I was rearranging some of those on my shelf earlier today, and like they, it's very geometric and simple. And uh, you know, I would have liked to see some of those. I think in the in the awards this year, but you know, community that's, beat us out. So, yep, <laughs> that's the interesting yep. thing too for some of these, because the same goes for the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. When you have a whole trilogy right up on the mm-hmm. shelf and it's got that kind of consistent design through all of them like that triangle for the mm-hmm. for the alphabet squadron with the centralized character the Thrawn ascendancy trilogy like you're talking about um the high republic stuff for what it's worth even though those out of print covers are sick like they don't necessarily look great next to each other as a set That's they right. look great individually so it's kind of like right. what do you like more mm. Yeah, you know, Jose, Jose is point. bringing up a good point in the chat too. The Legends special edition covers that we got this year. Uh, what are those called? The, the, the uh, essentials. The, the essential. Essentials. Yeah, the essential collection, essential reading collection. Um, yeah, yeah. The those Bane covers, covers are, are good phenomenal. now. Collection, as I call <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> yeah. That's correct. Uh, but those did not make it. These four did. Wes, cue it up. Who is the best cover art of 2021? The there Rising there Storm we go. out of print. Oh, very, my goodness. Very good. I feel like this was an obvious choice to me. I think it was this I, year. Yeah. <laughs> as, soon yeah. As, they, as soon as they showed it to us, I mean, there are Jedi riding dragons, literal dragons on the <laughs> like, cover of this fair. book. It's not fair. <laughs> it's literally not fair. <clears throat> yeah, Lorna D's oh. battle axe going, like, going against uh, – <laughs> who is this? Is that Stellan Geos? Geos. It is. Yeah. Lightsaber. Spinning Dual his lightsaber. lightsaber. Amazing. Flanked yeah. by lions. Yeah. When this came out, this was my, uh, if you have a double monitor, this is a great wallpaper to stretch oh, yeah. along oh, 100%. them. 100%. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations to the Rising Storm out of print edition for winning Utini's official best cover art 2021. We love you, and uh, you're my favorite, so I voted for this. <laughs> I win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I may I may have uh, spoiled spoiled it right in the very beginning, but you know that's that's my mo. So it's kind of unfair. <laughs> they they don't have to put any words. You know, no words are taking up space. Nope. I never even are. noticed that. There's nope. no words on the, on the cover. It's, it's Wes's favorite kind of book. No words, just pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of pictures, Charles, what is our next category on the outline? All right, our next category is comic of the year now to comic of the year and the nominees are war of the bounty hunters 
The High Republic, The High Republic Adventures, and Darth Vader. Ooh, four great books. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, we should, we, should, we should clarify yeah. to you that the Comic of the Year is somewhat of a series award. You know, it's uh, yes, we, we try not to look issues. at it. Like, there are so many individual issues, it would be very hard to choose. So we did kind of mm-hmm. look at things from a series perspective this year. And man, comics like knocked it out of the flipping park this year. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. I've never heard so much chatter about the comics that are coming out and all of the information in these comics that we don't get in books. Yeah. We definitely don't get them in the movies. Yeah. So, like, there's those little details that if you want to know what happened with it, with the bounty hunters especially, I mean, you have to pick up that graphic novel or all of those single issues um, just to find out what's going on. Yeah. And a huge shout-out to our friends at the Cosmic Force who have been covering these all year. I mean, there's a reason we chose... 2021 as a company to launch a comic show because these things were so good and what i love about this spread of of series is that obviously high republic is our brand new kind of juggernaut that's going through everything but high republic adventures i think opened up a lot of people to all ages comics and now those are going i believe from idw over to dark horse but these are people like myself who haven't read star wars adventures you really haven't gone to that but that opened that up. War of the Bounty Hunters was the epic that we needed. And then Darth Vader is bringing back all kinds of different characters from places we never would have thought. So there are four completely different comics. And what a year for all of them to be running concurrently. Yeah, I mean, the Darth Vader comic alone really pushed the boundaries. It's incredible that in, in 2021, like, like what is it? What was this year? The 50. 50- it's not the 50th, the 41st. Uh, no, no, it was the 50th this year, right? It's celebration of Lucasfilm. Yes, 50th that's of right. Lucasfilm. Darth yep. Vader as a character has been around all these decades, and we're still telling stories about the character, and it's still pushing the limits. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And especially for prequel fans, that Darth Vader series was huge. And for those of us that read all these High Republic series, that comics – Give us a visual language for characters we've never seen on film. So now I know who all basically every character in the Rising Storm looks like. I basically, yeah. you know, we got mm-hmm. to see these re- just rendered by these incredible artists. That I mean, if the writers are great, but the artists were I think really on display this year. Um, that's, sure. that's an interesting sure. point too, Eric, because we've talked a lot before about how it was so cool to have those uh, basically concept art that they released for like the Alphabet Squadron trilogy mm-hmm. right because it was nice you you could see exactly what they look like picture them in your head if you're reading the comics for something like the high republic concurrently while reading the novels it's right there like you don't need concept art you've got pages and pages of it mm-hmm. exactly and uh i do believe other than war of the bounty hunters which was a single event the rest of these series are continuing into the new year so uh let's see who wins and maybe you'll have to continue that wes what is the best comic of 2021. All <gasps> right. The, the High Republic. By nice. Kevin Scott, Arian, and Dito. And, and letterers, colorers galore. Um, this is totally biased. The correct choice. Uh, I voted for the <laughs> this, this comic was incredible because it carried the momentum between Light of the Jedi and the Rising Storm. Between the waves, you always had comics monthly, and it kept the momentum yeah. of the initiative. That's very mm-hmm. true. 
Very true. Yeah, big fan of this comic. You know, this is the this is really the first comic in a long time that I've followed with every single release. And like, man, it's just it really propels the story forward. Like, you know, the books there are kind of big big gaps in time between the books and the comics this year really carried the way forward with the timeline. So, you know, I mm-hmm. think I think it's pretty hard to I think it's gonna to continue to be pretty hard to pay attention to the higher public without giving some some attention to the comics in some way, even if you're just watching summaries on YouTube oh, yeah. or, you know, reading summaries online. Like, I think it's really hard to follow the big picture of the higher public without the comics. Yeah. yeah. You want to tell me you don't want to know what Orba Lynn looks like? You're lying. Sorry. You're lying. <laughs> yeah. You're a liar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. You, you know, something else that's cool about this is this is kind of my, my view of this. If you're not super into the comics, probably what you saw covered most in this past year was the War of the Bounty Hunters event because mm-hmm. the things that are in that, I'm not going to say any spoilers, were pretty big news. Like, it was making headlines. Um, but that's what's cool about these awards, right? It's not, it's not people that aren't reading these things. Like, those of us that haven't read every single comic that was up for nomination for this year. That's why these things go to the community, right? The people that are just like devouring this content. So I was actually a little bit surprised by this. Again, I haven't read all of these and, and it seems like overwhelmingly in the chat, people are are voicing support for this. Uh, I think it's really cool. Absolutely. And for the comics, at least that aren't higher public adventures, if you want to get caught up, Obviously, we'd love you to buy some trades at uchini.com to look it up and use affiliate links, but you can also get on Marvel Unlimited, and if you want to catch mm. up on all the Star Wars titles, like three months, it's all new series up till three months ago, get a Marvel Unlimited trial or a subscription, binge a bunch, and then once it's over, you can keep it going, or you can just pick up on the ones you want. Highly, highly recommend that if you're just getting into the comics, like High Republic. Or, you can hit past episodes of The Cosmic Force that's on Utini. For uh, YouTube slash Utini. <laughs> binge all of it. You got binge it. Come on. The holidays aren't over yet. You can binge anything you want. <laughs> That's how I keep up with them anyways. I love it. Uh, Corey, we've talked about some pretty cool characters. What's our next category for the 2021 Utini Awards? You know, it's funny that you ask about characters, Eric, because the next award that we are giving away is the best character from the Star Wars literature universe. Now, this is a particularly interesting category, and let's roll right into it. Our next category is Best EU Character, and the nominees are Erica Quell, Stellan Geos, Elzar Mann, and Bel Zedifar. Everyone's hot. Sorry, that's the thing. Everyone's so hot. <laughs> This is where the comics are useful. You get to see how hot all the characters are. That's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, what a stacked category. And, I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but three out of four High Republic characters, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, mean, let's let's be real. The High Republic is certainly going to dominate this award show just with nominations and with wins. It's just crazy how many, how much amazing content we got of the High Republic this year. Absolutely. Yeah. That initiative they put out at the very beginning of the year. They're really coming through if if this award show has anything to say about it. So uh, well done by all those authors and those uh, creators out there. Yeah, I think it speaks towards how well fleshed out all the characters are, too, in the High Republic. All these characters are right next to each other throughout a story, right? It's not like yeah. the main character. It's like a huge yeah. cast, and right. you really grow connected to all of them. For sure, yeah, for sure. I mean, you've seen those course, pictures on you've seen those pictures online with all the characters mm-hmm. of the High Republic like next to each other, and it's like, holy smokes, how am I going to tell them apart? Yeah, so many great ones, and but then of course, as Blind Fates and Andrew are saying in the chat, 
we also have Erica here because it is it is kind of like I love you said, Andrew, like a lifetime achievement award for Erica because she finished out a trilogy and yeah. really had some incredible moments in Victory's Price. A lot and of depth we got as to, a character. Yeah. So we do have both ends of the spectrum, a character that kind of finished their journey versus three characters that are kind of starting theirs. And obviously mm-hmm. this year we could have had 18,000 other nominated characters. I mean, what a wealth of, of, of stories and development we got as Star Wars continues to be more character-centric. And again, we thank the cover artists and comic book artists as we're going on the screen here between the nominees for these astonishing artistic renderings from the smolder of Bell Zetafar to the <laughs> regalness of Stellan Geos to like, yeah, just these portraits are gorgeous. I hope we get them for every single character forever. You're going forward. Yeah. You bring up an interesting point too, Eric, with uh, Erica Quell ending her journey, the rest beginning them. It'll be cool to look back once we're through like the high Republic or even a, a good portion of it. Look back at this and see if some of these people are still fan favorites. Yeah. I or mean, alive, or are Charles. they even alive or alive? <laughs> I mean, who knows in, in a couple of years, are we going to be, are we going to be looking at a dark Lord Trennis? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Could be fun. But this year we're not, we have our four. Who's our winner. Oh my Man. God. Are we surprised? I personally, not really. I mean, winner personally. of the Utini <laughs> discord high Republic bracket. Uh, so I mean, y'all, all you Bell stands, the Zeta fans, as I'm now calling you, the Zeta stands, Zeta fans. I like Zeta fans. Uh, y'all came <laughs> through, y'all came yeah, through and voted for your for boy. Sure. I love Bell. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he definitely seems like he's going to be like one of the main characters going forward, and especially in the Fallen Star. Looking back on uh, on. The Rising Storm, almost mm-hmm. forgot. <laughs> Looking back on that whole arc that he's had, starting from young Padawan, g- growing up, and uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he is quite, quite the character. He has some traumatic the experiences. We could say that. I mean, he's been through a lot. He needs some therapy. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> but he doesn't, you know what? He doesn't have therapy yet, but he does have a dog. And we all know that helps that a lot. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> a, a real dog, not an R2-D2 dog. A real yeah, dog. True. <laughs> yeah. you know, so, there's something else that really stood out to me about Bell Zenifar as a character is when they, the uh, that the trailer for that game, the new game that they're making that they're, they've decided is set in the High Republic, mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple scenes in that trailer where the people were like, is that Bell Zetavar? Is that Bell Zetavar? I'm like, wow, people are actually looking for the character in other Star Wars media. I think that's a good Already, song. Already, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I... I will I will lose my mind. Wherever he shows up, I love him. Again, I haven't obviously I have not read the Fallen Star yet, so we'll see what happens to Bell in there. Um uh, but also is, I think it goes Is he safe? It, is he alright? Oh no one's safe. No one is safe. Uh, Eric, you're the one currently reading Fallen Star right now. Is he safe? Is he alright? Embargoes up January third. Um oh, I man. will say another thing I think I think it definitely goes to say how incredible it is that the winner of this award and kind of the face of the High Republic is a strong young black man as well in leading mm. the Jedi. For sure. It's awesome going from having like Mace Windu and everyone else to now Bell Zetafar <laughs> leading the charge. Just, you love to see it. I can't wait to see Bell in every medium possible. I hope we get old, old Grandmaster Bell someday. Uh, mm. But if nothing else, I hope that he survives next week. Uh, Wes, what is our next category? That was one of our most popular last year. The next category is the 
the creators who were the most socially interactive with the with the community. So, further ado, here we go. Our next category is the social butterfly, and the nominees are Daniel Jose Older, Emma Miko Candon, Charles Soule, and Ario Anandito. Uh, a wonderful grouping. Do you want to say Kevin Scott, last year's winner, not eligible for this award this year. He is still very yeah. active with the community, but you win once, that's all you get. Uh, we love you, Kevin. You are you you're know, incredible. This is always a really tough uh, decision to to make. And, you know, interestingly enough, looking at the data, this is this is one of the awards that had a great variation amongst the community, our Patreon and staff. Like, it's really cool to see that there are just so many. This, this category had a ton of nominations, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, we love seeing how active everybody is on, on Twitter and on social media. That's always really, really encouraging. Yeah. And it's so cool because they all these people – clearly feel safe and comfortable being able to talk to the community. And I think that's something very special with Star Wars books because a lot of Star Wars places, as we've said since the dawn of Utini, aren't the most welcoming places in the world. But we have writers and artists that feel safe and happy to talk to fans and respond and joke around in a digital space. And I think that is so awesome that Star Wars literature and comics are able to, to you know, give that to these people. So they'll come back and... Really, we just want them to make more Star Wars stuff. So this is all mm-hmm. in service to the product. So well done, everyone. Keep being nice. <laughs> yeah. It, it does kind of feel in some ways it's like, who's the nicest? Is that what this award is? <laughs> but that's it, it's good that it's a hard decision because that means they're choosing the right kind of people to be working in this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. They're 100%. nice. They're intelligent. Um, and also, Daniel Jose Older's case, they'll cut you if they need to. Because dude is awesome. Dude is a sniper on Twitter. I absolutely love it. I love it. it. I love it. No holds barred for sure. <laughs> All right. Who is this year's social butterfly for the Utinis? It is Daniel oh, Jose. Yeah. There you go. DJ Oh, Very good. Very good. Yeah. I, I do <laughs> have to choice. say we, we did have the opportunity to uh, interview our friend DJ O this, this year. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, what a delight to have on the show, <laughs> both before, during, so and after, yeah. for sure. That was one of the most fun interviews I think we've ever done. Yeah. That's when he first dropped uh, the Buckets of Blood character. I didn't first drop it, but he, he gave us a good uh, rundown yeah. of that character in its, in its beginning. So yeah. that was really cool to hear, especially yeah. from him giving it straight to us. One of the That's best right. times. And and if you are excited for Midnight Horizon, his upcoming young adult High Republic novel, this past couple of weeks on Twitter, he has been going off on how he feels about it. And he's clearly so excited about his own work and upcoming characters. And it's, just, it's so fun to read. And he became a dad this year. So Yay. somehow, in the midst of new fatherhood and writing everything, still has time to interact in the most meaningful way with fans. So DJO... We love you, man. Community obviously does, too. Uh, congratulations on being this year's social butterfly. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you clicked that, time. right? We're I think it's better than that. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You know what? I feel uh, I, I am next in the order, but Charles, I feel like you need to tee at this next category. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting that you would choose me. It's almost as if I spend hours every, every I don't know, it feels like every month pouring over some of these and picking some of them out to be voted on by the community. It is the 2021 Best Easter Egg. Our next category is Best Easter Egg, 
And the nominees are Victory's Price. On page 382 of Victory's Price, Soren Kaizi says, Artfully Done, which is a callback to one of Legend's most famous moments when Grand Admiral Thrawn states it was so artistically done just prior to his death at the end of The Last Command by Timothy Zahn. A Test of Courage, page 7, Prologue. This story was released before the Rising Storm. The last thing we want is survivors. This should be a disaster that will make Legacy Run look like a day at the fair. Light of the Jedi, Mananarii Mountains on Coruscant, originated in Heir to the Empire. And Light of the Jedi, page 143. Lorna D, the Twi'lek Nihil Tempest Runner, wears armored leather made from the height of a Kel Dragon. Kel Dragons were originally created for the 1995 video game Star Wars Dark Forces. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I love Easter eggs so much, guys. <laughs> They're yeah. so great. I, I don't know that any other franchise has this level of depth. Like, It's just insane that we can have small, subtle references to a video game made in 1995. It's insane. <laughs> it's, it's almost as insane as Timothy Adams and Dallas Cowboys scoring 56 points yesterday. I had to throw that out in the chat. Uh, anyway... How about them Cowboys? Yeah, I I am amazed, Charles, as you teed it up, I'm amazed at what comes out of every book. We must have, you must have listed, you must have listed, I can't make this a wee thing, you do this, uh, like hundreds of Easter eggs this year. And there are so many that these authors just painstakingly put in. And as we talked with Tom on the Ronin Roundtable, sometimes they are unintentional, which is also super fun because the universe is just so vast. Yeah. Yeah. We, like we, we look for those little details and try to find the exact ones. Like, oh, that part happened in you know the very beginning of a no a new hope. And like, no, it actually didn't. It just you just think it did. Yeah. But, uh, um, <laughs> but even they even put them in the movies. So like in the Rise of Skywalker, when they said that the festival happens every forty two years, that is forty two years is the last time they had what was that the beginning of a new hope when they yep. first. The first movie, so they even stick those in movies too, not just in books. So yeah. the Easter egg finds are incredible and definitely one of my most favorite things that we do on the round table. So Charles, you have to keep doing it. I'm not doing uh, it. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. It's it's funny too though, because as much time as I spend doing that and as excited as I get to catch some of the ones that are maybe a little bit more discreet, uh I miss a ton. I guarantee you I miss a ton. So like there there's a lot of uh, reread value to a lot of this material like there's a lot of things that as you gain more knowledge about the star wars universe in general you can go back and kind of re-experience some of these stories in a new way yeah and especially with the higher public like we had the day in the fair easter egg is so funny because we didn't know it was a thing until later in the year but as justina ireland was writing it she already knew the rising storm was the next thing and the next wave so they're able to retroactively easter egg themselves which is such a fun thing we're going to be able to witness for the next few years as that initiative goes on. And we'll notice that authors, because now they're guaranteed contracts, will start to reference themselves as they go on, which just has to be the most fun experience as a writer to just kind of sure. see things in for your future self. It's like Tenet in that way. If anyone's seen Tenet, <laughs> it's insane. Um, this, however, is not about Tenet. It's about Star Wars. Who was our winner for the 2021 Best Easter Egg? Oh, Bada very bang. good. Wow. There it is. Test of courage. Stay the test of courage. <clears throat> this should be a disaster so, that will make the legacy run look like a day at the fair. And Justina laughed and laughed because <laughs> we had no idea. <laughs> oh man. I mean that. I mean that particular Easter egg. It pro- I mean it should have been nominee or runner up for like quote of the year. To yeah, be honest. Right. I mean that's 
that was a damn good quote to put in the book. I mean, yeah. it's very it's, it's very flip-floppy in a way because the, the way you say it's a day at the fair, I mean, mm. obviously you think it's fun, but we didn't read uh, we didn't read The Rising Storm as of yet. Right. Yeah, just so good. It also, again, reinforces that if you have been hesitant and you have the time, money, and ability to do so, go back and read these middle grades because they're full of stuff like this. You know, they're full of these character moments. They're full of these little nods and things like that. And that's not stopping anytime soon coming up this next year. And I've, I mean, I never read middle grade uh, since middle grade in real life. <laughs> uh, and, and this kind of stuff has gotten me back into that. And that's why I got to meet Fernestra Rowe for the first time. That's when I got to see these things for the first time. And how fun that 2021, Kyrena, between that and the High Republic Adventures kind of reinvigorated youthful novels and comics for an older audience. For sure. Yeah. It really, in this expanded universe, it definitely expands on those smaller characters that show up in the novels that you may think are side characters, but unlike, well, a lot like what Star Wars publishing does is that it just has a, has a book and a story mm-hmm. and a novel for everything. Yep. And what if, what, no matter who, what character is in there, there's, there is a book or there is a paragraph, there is a chapter about one of those characters that, uh, that you, maybe can come to know and love 100 percent. but of course of course oh nope messed it up that was going to be great guys <laughs> of course uh this easter egg <laughs> was a quote so Corey, how does that work into our next category for the utinis well it works into the next category because it is the next category quote wow! of the year <laughs> for 2021 and now we move to quote of the year And the nominees are, Only rebellions are built on hope. Republics need sturdier foundations. Harrison Dula, Victory's Price. Across the atrium, against the stars, lightsabers ignited. Hundreds, in all the colors of the Jedi Order. A salute held high. In the space outside the station, anyone who looked would see a surging glow rush out from the beautiful open space at its heart, pushing back the darkness. The light of the Jedi, light of the Jedi. Elzar Man was riding a dragon into the middle of a dogfight because who else would it be? The rising storm. The odds are never impossible, Thrawn said calmly. Merely unfavorable. Thrawn ascendancy, greater good. Uh, the quote of the year is just Matt saying every quote. Right. <laughs> Which is getting yeah, that was marvelous. Star Wars books. Yeah, so good. So good. Oh my Matt gosh. Matt has great audio quality. Good for him. All right, next year we're going <laughs> to double the amount of nominees so Matt just has to read a bunch more quotes because I got chills just <laughs> listening to every single one of those. Yeah. yeah. My goodness, yeah, we man. We certainly Fra- had some really big quotes this year. This is always a fun category because as the team is reading the books, uh, we try to jot down these really good stuff and, and throw it into like something that we can save for when the end of the year rolls around. And we had a ton of options this year. I mean, uh, like we just had so much good stuff from Light of the Jedi and, and from High Republic books and beyond. It was just an incredible, incredible year. Yeah. And also we have the ridiculous to the sublime in here, right? We have the Hera, only republics are built on hope things. Like, you know, uh, thinking about Rogue One. We have Thrawn doing a uh, uh, nod to never tell me the odds. And then we have uh, the Light of the Jedi with basically what is emblematic about the High Republic as a whole. And then we have, and also dragons! Like, it is, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 this is 2021 in a basket. I think this category almost more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, and like uh, Corey said, so as we're reading these books throughout the year, we have to try to take the time to like break away from the story and be like, you know what? 
That's a really good quote. And a lot, and a lot of good quotes um, were, were not picked. I mean, I don't know how they narrowed these down because oh, yeah. it, it's amazingly how many people could pick a certain quote and it means something to them and not really mean something to somebody else. But as, yeah. as long as it all um, comes together and everybody picks on that same one, then but, but there you go. That's how we get our next one. That is also interesting because a lot of times as people are going through these books, even in just our staff conversations about this, people seem to clue in on some of the same quotes. Like there really is yeah. something about some of these moments that are so striking. Like you will actually pause when you're reading it, not just to write it down, but because it was it was that impactful. And really all of these, I, I feel like I remember what it was like reading these quotes for the yeah. first time. And they all <laughs> yeah. jumped out. And especially, I gotta give an honorable mention to a uh, Kasev. Don't forget your hand. Um, like, Eric coming I, through with that impression once again. <laughs> once again. Once more for the year. I did want to ask you guys. Um, on that note, what 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 is it about these quotes? These specifically, but also any quote as you're reading or listening. Because I know, like Wes, I feel like Wes and Corey, you guys now more so listen to the books, and Charles and I more so read them. What is it about a quote in a Star Wars book that makes you write it down? Like, what is that special ingredient that makes you either pause or mm. literally put put the cover down and be like, you know what? No, I need to write this down because it's that good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have an immediate answer to this. I call it the grunt test. Uh, you know, if I'm, I'm reading or I'm listening, I'm just like, mm. If I grunt to myself, it means, oh, yeah, it's a good quote. It's a good quote. <laughs> oh, my God. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. The, I, last ones, <laughs> the, the last ones that I had did, um, I, w- I would read in bed, and i take a snapshot of the page, and then i cut the paragraph down in the crop on my phone, and i and I leave it in the notes section. I come back and look, let, and look at it later. I'm like, yeah, that's something I needed to keep around. <laughs> so I, I put those in quotes, and then that's when I added them to the list, or I put them in the roundtable as, as uh, prompts to talk about. Great point. Yeah, my, I, I have a similar test to Corey from the grunt test. Mine's the who test. Is where I read it and I go, whoo, <laughs> <laughs> man, like, and that can because that can be you're like that was epic, or ooh, that hit me, or. Oh, Star Wars is greater. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's right. like, for you, for you Gen, Z, Gen Zers out there, we call that the sheesh test, oh, if you will. Yep. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. You one of those? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, riding a dragon? Sheesh. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm on Never TikTok. Do I get again. it. <laughs> Never do that again. Oh, if we hit God, our next Patreon goal, I'll never do that again. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with all with all that buildup, Wes, what what is the quote that made the most impact on the Utini community in 2021? Light of the Jedi. Across the West? atrium. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to do it, Wes? Sure. Across it. the atrium, against the stars, lightsabers ignited, hundreds in all the colors of the Jedi Order, a salute held high. In the space outside the station, anyone who looked would see a surging glow rush out from the beautiful open space at its heart, pushing back the darkness, the light of the Jedi. Mm. Oh, see, the there is. There's the grunt. The there's, there's, the, there's the grunt test right there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> like, my, oh, my gosh. And that, I mean, that started our year. That was the first book of the year. It's one of the last quotes from one of the first books. And that made the year. Very good. Very also, good. Wes, great performance. Oh, everyone's saying in the chat, that was a beautiful reading. Well oh, done. Uh, yeah, oh they God. really had to knock this one out of the park. Yeah. I mean, being the first book in this whole 
yeah. brand new initiative, it had to be good, right? Yeah. It had to be this type of writing. Spoiler so, alert, it yeah. was. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it's, always, uh, it's always interesting, too, to get to the quotes where they say, like, the title of the book, and then everyone becomes that Leonardo DiCaprio meme, like, pointing pointing at the TV yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Like, but this one, really, they outdid themselves. Like, sometimes it seems cheesier, it seems forced, but, like, this whole section is just uh, the perfect representation of the point of the high republic yeah charles soul absolutely wrote that to perfection uh another charles soul quote that we're seeing in the chat right now that i'm going to put an honorable mention on is quote uh beat his ass chewbacca (laughs) uh which is from the war of the bounty hunters (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Oh, so that was great. Uh, Wes, a lot of the quotes uh, bring us back to certain moments in books, but we have another category for things that may not just be quotes, but are emblematic of the stories themselves. What's our next category? Yes, the next category is not just a saying, but it could be an action. So it is 2021's Moment of the Year. Our next category is Moment of the Year, and the nominees are... Victory's Price, Erika Quell having a breakthrough with an imagined version of ITO. Light of the Jedi, Avar Chris announcing the Jedi arrival at Hetzel Prime. And the Rising Storm, Elzar Man throwing a lightsaber from the back of a dragon. Matt said oh, that with a straight man. face. I'm gonna, yeah. uh, just... <laughs> it's so it's so telling though that as he got to each one because i i kind of like loki forgot which one i voted for and like what all the options were as he said each one i was just like oh that's the one and then the yeah. next oh no that's got to be the one like it's they're oh, so man. good and it's funny because I, I think we talked about this in the nomination show with the utinis we we expect that a lot of you folks have have read most of these but maybe not all of them so there are some moments this year that were pretty spoiler heavy that we did not put in these categories. Uh, just because, again, our mission That's at Utini is for the most enjoyment possible. But these three were truly, truly phenomenal. And they're all on different scales, right? I mean, Erica is the personal breakthrough that kind of helped a lot of us in 2021. For a lot of us, they need our own things. Avar Chris announcing the Jedi are here. She literally announced the arrival of the High Republic Initiative. That's what that was. That yeah. was like, yeah, hey, for sure. We're the Jedi. We are hope. Buckle in. This is the next three years of Star Wars. And then uh, Elzar Man throwing a lightsaber out the back of the dragon is when I ascended out of my body in my own apartment. <laughs> and I just, I was like, we're allowed to do this? Like, that was, they fly now? Like, they throw lightsabers now? They Avar throw lightsabers Chris was basically now? Doctor Strange doing that thing where he pushes you out of your body and you're just like floating yes! above it for a minute. You're just like, that was whoa. Kind of like, <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, exactly. That's when I'm like, Elzar Man's a cool character. To like, I might die for Elzar Man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you just reading the the part where Avar Chris announces the Jedi arrival like gave me goosebumps. Yeah. And then and then when he when uh, Elzar Man throws the lightsaber off the back of the dragon, I put the book down and lost the page I was on. I was like, <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> and then I had to go back and find it. Oh, but I was man. like, that can't be right, can it? <laughs> It's just incredible because it, 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 it's these moments when we realize what, what books are allowed to do is a weird phrase, but I think that's it. That They're allowed to do anything because there is no budget. There is no skill. You can't go on too big or too small. Whatever the author can imagine and write convincingly, they can do. And I think these three moments really bring together the, the depth of what's possible. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, 
Absolutely adore it. Uh, but there can only be one winner and two losers. Wes, <laughs> <laughs> what is the best moment of 2021? Yes! Let's go! Oh, yeah. That's it. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, we man throwing a lightsaber <laughs> yeah, from the yeah. back of a dragon because I, who else would it be? I knew it was the winner as soon as I read it for the first time. I was oh. like, this is going to be it. This is, this is the moment right here. It's yeah, a, it's a good do, sign uh, when it's a quote of the year nominee and a moment of the year nominee. Yeah, exactly. Like, for a character that didn't really feature much in the first wave... You know, he came in, and we're like, okay, he's kind of cool. Also, on the audiobook, if you haven't listened to the audiobook, Mark Thompson literally gives Elzar Mann the coolest voice. I, it's like <laughs> the Brad Pitt of the High Republic. He just comes in, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I get why Avar might have had a crush on him at one point. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Uh, but it's a great moment, and it's just – it's a terrifying moment because obviously there's a Nile attack. But it is mm-hmm. the coolest, just most fun thing that you'd – I mean, you want to do it in a video game, right? Which, yeah. Aren't you mad that that wasn't in Battlefront now? The dragon <laughs> mount with the lightsaber throwing? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it's like what else – I mean, what kind of crazy stuff can you put in there if there's space wizards with lightning with lightning swords? I mean, Anything. oh, they can get on the back of a dragon <laughs> as well? Why not? Oh, they can throw them too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, and we, in 2022, as we have – the end of Phase 1, the beginning of Phase 2, and, of course, the end of the Padme trilogy. We got an Anakin Obi-Wan book, and we got a Luke Skywalker post-Return of the Jedi novel for the first time. Oh, wow. Like, I cannot fathom what kind of moments we're going to get coming up. Like, the the docket is so... And that's not even counting the comics. Like, the docket is so rich for yeah. these types of moments. And uh, the bar has been set at epic speeches to welcome Jedi... Uh, personal revelations in caves with droids and lightsaber th- uh, throws on top of dragons. So mm. we got to go higher. Twenty twenty two that high. <laughs> yeah, we got to push it, man. Uh, but of course, oh, no. The category next. Uh, it's a big one. It is. It's, so we're, we're, I'm going to intro it a bit before we get to the nomination. It's book of the year, and this this category is kind of. Obviously, it's like our best picture award nomination, but it is a little bit of what Utini is all about when it comes down to it. We lo- we started this because we loved reading Star Wars books, and it was that simple. It, we didn't know that we loved talking about characters. We didn't know we loved covers. We didn't know we loved Easter eggs. We didn't know we loved all this stuff, but we knew we loved Star Wars books. And when you read a Star Wars book that just hits you, it passes Corey's grunt test. It gives you all those feelings that you need, and there's a reason that you want to come on the round table and say, perfect 10, 9.7. Like, there's a reason those are special. And like we said at the top of the show, we got the most books we have seen, I think, in any year in Star Wars publishing, at least in recent history. And we've somehow narrowed it down to these four books next to me. Uh, But I cannot talk about them as beautifully as Matt Davenport can, so Wes... Please let Matt tell us the finalists for Utini's 2021 Book of the Year. And now, our final category, the Book of the Year. And the nominees are Victory's Price by Alexander Freed, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott, and Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil by Timothy Zahn. Mm. What now, a list. throwing in the Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil yeah. was tricky yes. because 
That was our last book we read at the round table. It's very fresh in our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like we've said before, whenever you put a, the end of a trilogy book into a voting scheme, you're really voting for the entire trilogy itself, right. not just the last book. Yeah. So, um, that one that might might throw people for a loop. It's it's interesting too, including books <laughs> from the same series, right? Like the fact yes. that you have yeah. Light of the Jedi and the Rising Storm. It's like the Rising Storm was obviously its own unique story, but it's also on the shoulders and the foundation of what was done in Light of the Jedi. So you're, you you kind of have to factor that in too, and it, it makes it really difficult. Right, and uh, I will say for what it's worth. Uh, once April comes around, Victory's Price will be the only one of these that I own one copy of. Um, <laughs> I own four copies of The Rising Storm and three copies of Light of the Jedi, which is fine, and I don't regret in the slightest. Uh, but uh, I will just say that I think, like you said earlier, Corey, in our first category, Best Cover Art, we're realizing that these really good books, they seem to know when they got a gem on their hands. Yeah. Because they pump out about eight versions of it because <laughs> yeah, they know correct. people are going to want it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. You know, I think I think all of these books certainly deserve to be in this competition. And I will say that from the data, this was one of the tightest races. Uh, and it always is. It was last year as well. Um book of the year people are really opinionated about about what they think is the best and you know it's very complex how we run the numbers and maybe one day we'll publish that kind of thing but you know this year it was we, we try to give folks equal weight in different things with the numbers and um it was very inter- interesting to see what happened among the staff among patreon and among the community um in this category because like i think different parts of these stories hit differently with different people yeah, and it's all about what you need, too. And Star Wars really meets you where you are in your life. I've, I, I've, I've said it once, I've said it a million times, writers write for the times in which they are living. And, mm-hmm. like, the end of Victory's Price is the end of a trilogy of all brand-new characters minus Hera. It is a huge risk, um, and it really is a psychological thing about trauma and forgiveness and or something to that. And The Light of the Jedi is all about hope and all about the beginning of something new. Rising Storm is about the you know the eternal darkness but coming out of something and really trying to stick together with people you love and meeting new friends and throne ascendancy lesser evil is possibly timothy zahn's final star wars book it's the end of a legacy Mm -hmm. of a character that has been redefined some after 20 years like Mm -hmm. the weight in each of these titles is just so brilliant and depending on how your 2021 was and depending on your history with star wars with star wars books each of these hit you in a different way, which is so cool and so great. And I mean, I, I I'm I'm blown away that all these came out in a single year. It feels like they all could have had their own book of the year any other year, but that's yeah. that's what we want, right? These were in all different years, they would be your winners. Absolutely. Easy. I mean, they are such good books, and not just because I finished all four. <laughs> it's because <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> it's it's and if, because I um so artfully ruined the first uh, Star Wars victories price in uh, the second round table. But I apologize. Don't go back and read, uh, watch that one unless you finish the book. But um, the rising storm, like you, like you said, Charles, that is interesting to see that we have, we have two ends of a, of a trilogy and then the beginning of a trilogy or beginning of the initiative and then a middle book. So like usually, I mean, is rising storm like it, from what we've read, is it like the um, is it 
like the second in the uh, in in the movie trilogy, in the original yeah, trilogy. Yeah. Like Empire. Is it like? Is it? Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it the? Is it Empire? Well, it sure is. Free Dower. And nobody really liked Empire <laughs> when they first saw it, <laughs> but true. then they started building on everybody. Right, yeah. And then, for what know. it's worth, I voted for uh, Rising Storm initially. Uh, I'm just oh, going to yeah. throw that out there. Let's right? do this. I remember. Yeah. I remember okay. this because I could not put that book down. And there are a lot of factors to that, and we talked about a lot of them in the roundtable, but like that's kind of how I went with this. Like, Yes, I could, I could try to dissect all of this, go back and listen to what my scores were in the roundtable, et cetera, but when I looked at this list, it was just like gut punch. Like, Which yeah. one of these do I still feel like impacted me the most? And it was sure. the rising storm for me. I love yeah. that. Corey, I was, you, I was yeah, on the same wavelength. I was on the same. So I, I chose the rising storm as my book of the year. Um, mainly because everything seemed to um, start coming apart, if you will. Yeah. That's all I can say. But, um, wow, if you've read that book, that's a great, that's a great joke. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's but, great. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, it's hard to pick any four of them. Like, we can give an award to all four and just give it a quad right. and split it up, right? But. Can't do that. I mean, we, Somebody has we, to be the bad we pretty, guy. We pretty much uh, we like started with every single book that was released this year on this list. I mean, like you, know, you have to yeah. mm-hmm. like with with book of the year. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Corey, what'd uh, you vote for? You know, I I am a sucker for origin stories, guys. I always have been. You know, like something just speaks to me about episode four, episode one, episode seven, <laughs> all the origin <laughs> story. Rogue One. So you know, I like Star Wars. Movies, guys. <laughs> yeah, you like origin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So you know, I I love Light of the Jedi. I mean, I gave that book a perfect 10 this year when we did the roundtable yep. discussion. I'm like, it's like you say, Charles, like when sometimes you have to, you have to go off your, your gut, I guess you could call it like just that sort of that reaction, the emotional reaction that you have about the book when you read it, like it's different than trying to be objective and talk about plot and characters. And it's hard. It's hard to do. It's really hard to choose a winner in these categories. Yeah. Uh, I'll round this out by saying, I, I think I also, I went back and forth between all of them, honestly, and ended up with Light of the Jedi because for some reason I think it was the first book I read in the year like all of us probably did and for some reason I think I just needed a beginning at that point and I met Loden Greatstorm I met Belzetifar I met Avar Chris like the introductions to all these characters became some of my absolute favorites and I just am blown away by the fact that they still impact me this much a year later even though some of them I've only read in that book so Without further ado, though, it wasn't up to the four of us. I mean, we voted, but it was up to everyone. Wes, are you teeny? 2021 Book of the Year. It Light is Light of the, of the Jedi. Jedi by Charles Soule. Mm. Book decision. of the Year. My God. Charles Soule's first little soiree into the Star Wars you know, novel publishing world. Yep. And, uh, Coming man, from the comics and uh, his own books. He absolutely killed oh. it. That's all I have to say. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I Charles Soul definitely he just searched the top of our what's the next book list. I think the second that we finished it. Yeah. And I mean, this book, there's a reason the characters were in best character of the year. The it had the best Easter eggs, quotes, moments, like cover art. The cover, the yeah. cover art. This I book mean, has yeah. so many nominations this yeah. year. It's it crazy. dominated, and it came out the they, first week of the year. It, it defined 2021. 
and they gave everybody the first eight chapters for free before the book came what out. What a flex. They were yes. the biggest I mean, flex were, I've ever seen. Also, yeah. argue, arguably they were the convinced best it was book be great. excerpt that's ever been released ever. Like, oh my God. Like, yes. I was so jacked to read that book when that excerpt came out. Yeah. And yeah. I want to I jump to something Caroline just said in the chat. It says, Light of the Jedi is literally why and how I read Star Wars books now. And the amount of people I have seen on Twitter, in Discord, that say, I read Light of the Jedi, and now I love Star Wars books. Or it got me back. Like, there's cosplayers. There's people are getting High Republic tattoos. I'm getting one at some point. I'm going to do it. I'm saying it on, on the record now. It's going to happen. Like, the amount of people that read this book and just decided, I will now give three years of my life to this initiative and these creators and like it, it was on new york times bestseller list it was it was on best of lists everywhere but most importantly it is now on the utini's list as the book of the year 2021 uh i mean it's the higher public works because of this book if, if it sucked it wouldn't have worked <laughs> is this one of the reasons why next year we have to revisit the foundational five yes potentially yes yeah yes this could be one of the best books to start anyway. Corey? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a huge philosophical discussion. We're about to sit down and yeah. really do a lot of planning for the year with Utini. I think that's got to be on the list of things we address. Yeah. I think it absolutely does. But, but it's interesting because it was risky to start a whole new era, right? Yes. And there are plenty of people <laughs> yeah. out there. Like, we were all quite excited about this. There are plenty of people out there that long-term – Star Wars fans who were like moaning and groaning about, oh, it's a whole new era. Like, we don't know anything about these people. Like, they're not going to mean anything to us. And look at us here now, book of the year. Like, it is, it's that good. A, a lot of the same people that were, were making those comments beforehand now are buying every single sequel to this book. So, yeah. I mean, that's a mm -hmm. huge endorsement. Without question. Uh, so, I do want to say, though, we try not to lie to you all. But we did lie to you just now. We said Book of the Year I is didn't. our final award. Weston, Wes has never lied to you. He has told you maybe too many truths. Uh, <laughs> we do have <laughs> one more award uh, that we gave out as, as a team. And this is an award that I, we didn't do last year. But this year, we decided that we celebrate the creators so much on this show that we wanted to give an award for the creator that wrote the stories that just kind of touched us the most this year, that just emblem they're emblematic of what Star Wars publishing should be, in our in our opinion. And it's the author of the year. And before we tell you who it is, this is a little experiment I'm gonna go to. Guys, we all know who won on this team. So I wanna go around what did this author mean to you personally this year that made us vote for them for this award? Charles, I'm gonna go to you first. Oh man, uh, I don't want to give this away until until we actually make the announcement. It's the tough so one. <laughs> I'm going to try to be a little bit abstract about this. Um, took something that was uh, a, a terrific first step and just furthered it. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean, like if you stumble out of the gate, it's one thing, right? But like the actual the the passing of the baton. I don't. What kind of metaphor am I going here? I don't know, but like <laughs> you're nailing it. You're nailing it. You know, after the, those first few steps, like it's not just about having a strong start to things, right? It's about having uh, consistency and doing mm -hmm. the, the oh, yes. something perfect over and over and over again. And that's something that I think this author helped to accomplish. Um, it, even and I think we'll probably talk about this maybe a little bit. 
even sometimes to the detriment of yourself, uh, mm-hmm. creating something that means so much to other people, so many other people out there is just, it's, it's incredible. Absolutely. Corey? It's like you say, Eric, I think that the author of the year, they can't just, it can't just be they wrote good books, comics, whatever. They can't just like produce good con- content, right? They have to be representative of the community and the way they interact with the community, the way that they uh, professionally carry themselves, their professional accolades. Like, and, you know, I think, I think we've gotten a lot of new authors since, you know, Disney purchased Star Wars. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, a f- there are a few authors that have just, utterly stood out from the crowd and i think this is actually one of them love that wes yeah. um this particular author i'll be a little bit more concrete wrote the story that um floored me the most mm-hmm. um as well as the the social interaction that they have whether it be on twitter or with the star wars community um the outreach has been amazing and Help get more people into Star Wars mm-hmm. is basically that person that we want to um, to highlight. Yeah. Everything you guys have said, absolutely true. I think this this writer not only writes stories that hit us, but is is really a, a role model. Straight up. I think they're a role model for a good person. To be a good person, to be a good talent, to to be candid about certain things and to to prioritize correctly and to just really be it, when you think I want Star Wars to be this, I think this author really represents that, and I'm so glad that they're making content. I'm so glad that their stories they seem to love in Star Wars and outside of Star Wars. They seem to really love what they do, and we love reading it. We love taking it in. So without further ado, let's show off Utini's 2021 Author of the Year. Mm-hmm. Kevin Scott! Kevin, Kevin Scott. Scott. Author of the... Uh, uh, yeah, Standing of course ovation. it is. Of course it is. Of course I it mean, is. not <laughs> only did Kevin jumpstart the comic of the High Republic and write the Rising Storm, like you said, it just, but just, what do you think of Star Wars? You think of Kevin? Yeah, it's yeah. no surprise too that you know we try not to like pick favorites, but just time and time again when we've had him on the show, he's been incredibly gracious with his time. I mean, he's been uh, he's had fantastic anecdotes about you know what he's written what it's meant to him you can really feel his passion for Star Wars not just as a creator but as a fan yeah very he's very personable he's and like I was trying to to highlight I mean he he really wants to get people reading Star Wars whether it be jumping back and forth between comics and novels he's trying to touch as many people as he possibly can yeah, I mean, this is the man who brought back Jackson from his childhood. This is the yeah. man who then created characters that people read in their childhood that will pass on for generations to come. I mean, he's he's fun, he's cagey. You know, we uh, Kevin knows what he did, that whole thing. Yeah. But he's also very open about you know when he went through a, a period of burnout this year. He was very open on Twitter about mm-hmm. the fact that he needed to take some time back and and recalibrate. And for especially, I think readers like ourselves and our generation and younger that are, are have been taught to just work, work, work. How amazing to see someone who writes these amazing stories that we respect so deeply to say, you know what? It's all right to step back and take care of yourself. And that is, you can see it in his characters. You can see it in his life. And I think that's a great way just to lead the community. And what a joy that we're guaranteed to get at least two more years of high Republic cabin, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, For sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
We love you, man. And uh, Wes, we did have something special for this award. Uh, do you want to tell people a little bit about uh, a little something extra we did for the author of the year uh, and maybe Absolutely. some trials that, that, that did or did not happen involving it? <laughs> so, yes. So um, the Utinis is a, an award show of sorts where we give Utini awards to everybody, but we didn't have an actual award. We provide them in, in theory, you get a Utini for the category that you win. But um, we wanted to create the Utini, the actual Utini that's tangible, that can be held. So um, for author of the year, we decided that Kevin Scott should get his very own Utini award. So Look this year is beautiful. the it's the it's the Utini evaporator. Solid fourteen carat plastic. Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> is it filled with chocolate? But, the world may never know. <laughs> but this this is a this is a prototype. Um, we have one on its way. The dang Royal Scott Mail at man. the moment. They have messed it up. <laughs> let us tell you, <laughs> it yep. it's it's currently it's currently being verified right now Whatever to that means. enter the country. So um, we're working on it. We're working on it, but hopefully it gets to him and uh, that some, he gets to poor... he gets to enjoy his 2021 Author of the Year award. Very good. Very good. Some poor yeah. man is at the border and is opening this box like, what the hell is this? Just, I, I don't know if I should let this in this country or not. Yeah, he's calling his supervisor right now. But I will I will say, though, uh, I think we can, say, we can say this pretty decently. We will try, if nothing else, if it, if it gets obliterated by customs and, and doesn't make it into the country, we will try to get the prototype to you, Cav, at Celebration. Uh, so if nothing else... Uh, we hope you enjoy the first ever physical UT. This is a one of a kind, well, two of a kind, but first of, of one ever. the first of its kind. And we hope to, uh, you know, make more of these. And obviously, uh, we had to figure this out a little early to get it all ordered and stuff. But, but that's it. That's the 2021 <laughs> Utini Awards, guys. Obviously, we assumed dominated by the High Republic. I don't think yeah. we understood quite the extent that it would be dominated by. I mean, cover art, comic. EU character Social Butterfly was definitely a High Republic author. Easter egg, mm. uh, quote of the year, moment. What was moment of the year? High Republic. Yeah, moment of the year. Book it. Yeah, every every single award was a High Republic. High Republic. Never mind. Holy smoke! A straight sweep. Wow. I didn't realize. The... I didn't realize that either. <laughs> a full sweep. Uh, so we like the High Republic is what we're saying. Um, which actually, as uh, I want to have a little little post mortem here, but before we do, if if you're if you pause at this point in podcast, a heads up, next week, The Fallen Star, uh, the, the last adult novel in phase one, because the young adult and middle grade have been delayed a month and a month or two, respectively, does come out next week. There will not be a Living Force show next week uh, live. We have the Utini Annual Summit we'll be doing, uh, and of course, we'll all be reading The Fallen Star. So just a quick heads up on that. <laughs> we want to get that out of the way before we end the show. But, guys, now that we know the winners, we've seen the nominations, we have the hundreds of votes for, uh, come in, and I'm sure more to come next year. So, our community, everyone, are you starting thinking about next year's Utinis, what you want to nominate as you read? What do you think this year? Uh, higher public sweep? Some great wins? Any big surprises? Or what do we think now about, uh, about the past year as we look forward to 2022? 
I cannot believe how many books we read this year. <laughs> I can't believe how many books. books I read this year. <laughs> I mean, there were so many. Um, one thing I wanted I wanted to point out, one of my favorite like character reveals or new character additions was was Soren Keys. Yeah. I really enjoyed Soren Keys from Alphabet Squadron. Um, kind of like his and his introduction into um into that into that trilogy. So um, I can kind of see now how some of the things that I chose were not picked because of spoiler alert things. Um, so <laughs> I, I get why some of the like moments of the year or quotes of the year weren't added, but I think I think that's um, warranted. I think that's okay. The, yeah. the book is damn good. The whole <laughs> yes. trilogy is great. So, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, also, a quick thank you to Andrew. I forgot to say thank you for the super chat uh, to celebrate Kevin Scott quote straight money with a dollar sign. So you know it's real. <laughs> yeah. What else we got, guys? The, what do you think, uh, Charles? What do you got? The High Republic sweep. I, I am both surprised and not surprised by. Like it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. But then when I also look at the other things that came out this year, I mean, I still have Throne Ascendancy. Uh, lesser evil here sitting right next to me it's like there's some good stuff that didn't get awards because the high republic got awards and mm-hmm. uh and it hurts a little bit and it, maybe you're out there and you're like man i really think this thing should have won or this thing make mm-hmm. sure you vote next year this is going to be an annual thing like we're yep. we're hoping and we're expecting this to continue to grow every year the more people that that make their voices heard in this the more, uh, I don't know, the more legitimate we can even say these things are. So I hope that That's all of right. you that voted this year will come back next year. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets. I don't know. Tell everybody. <laughs> hide your wife. Hide <laughs> your kids. <laughs> there it is. That's where we're going. Yeah, but uh, but tons of fun. I'm really glad that we started this. And uh, I- I'm interested to see what can knock the High Republic off of its pedestal for the 2022 Utinis. Best cover art, uh, Brotherhood. That's what's gonna do it. <laughs> okay. That's a lie. It will not. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I mean. I mean. Wow. The the fact that there was a whole new era and it was all that good is also yeah. so key because it could have sucked. Yeah. It could have sucked. <laughs> and totally like. Yeah, know? they could have mailed it in too. They yeah, and we didn't even talk about like into the dark, out of the shadows. We didn't talk about Ronin. We didn't talk about like. So many things that blew us away and other, and other things. like I mean, Life Day Treasury even came out this year. Like The other small books like that, and maybe that'll be a thing we add next year. I mean, we added categories this year. Maybe we'll add, like, anthology books. We'll, you know, who knows next year? There's so many, so many opportunities. Uh, Corey, what does this tell you about our year now and, and looking forward, looking ahead to the future? Oh, man, it's such a great time to be a star wars fan i'll say it again i'm gonna keep saying it for the rest of my life so much good stuff came out this year i can't wait to see what the next year holds you know i think uh i think we're gonna continually see improvement we're gonna see new authors brought in i think it's gonna be an incredible year and you know we already know some of the things that are coming out in the next year there's a lot that we don't know i'm sure right so you know i'm excited for those unknowns just as much as i am for the ones that we already know about for sure. Uh, Blind Fates, thank you for the super chat, man. Says an amazing year, rightfully contributed by the wonderful Utini team. Thank you. I mean that that's why we that's why we're here. I mean, we we want to celebrate these incredible years with you. And we hope that whether it be our roundtables, our website, our other shows, our articles, our timeline, whatever resources we have, we hope that it's made our Discord, whatever it's been, we've hoped that it's made your Star Wars year better. 
We hope that you have had so much sure. fun with these titles and this content and these comics and everything uh, because you're part of UTD. We are not slowing down. We got Star Wars Celebration coming maybe in May. Hashtag Omicron. Uh, right. We'll see. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. Um, but we have a huge year coming up in 2022. The content's going to be there. The creators are going to be there. We will be here and you will be here. And that's all we need. Uh, so thank you to everyone who read a Star Wars book. Steven, thank you for the super chat, man, on the show. We love doing these. We can't. I already can't wait for next year's UTNEs. They're already going to be bigger and better. Uh, we love it. And we love you guys. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for everything that you do. We're taking a week off next week. We hope you have a great new year. We will see you in the chat. We will see you in Discord. We will see you in Twitter. We will see you everywhere Star Wars love is, because that's where we will be also. Because, my friends, that will do it for the 2021 Uteenies. If you support us on Patreon, thank you so much for your support. We got some special goodies coming your way in the new year. But a special thank you goes out to Cheryl Bell, OK Endar, Jeremy Kazina, JG Kars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Matt Billington, Tyra Latour, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Doc Star Wars MD. Charles Zetsy Hankel. Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor and top hat wearing host. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for hosting these awards with me. Thanks to all of you for enjoying. And for the last time in 2021, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.